Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the Retirement Clinic here on WISN Milwaukee and WIBA Madison with your host, Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, uh, and also Aaron Spitzner in studio. Good morning to both of you. Jeff, how are you? Great. How are you, Paul? Fantastic. And Aaron Spitzner, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me back today. I want to make sure I get the exact title. You are a CFP? Correct. What does that mean? A certified Financial Planner. There you go. You got it. All these acronyms, <laughs> yeah, right in your business. And then, yeah. and so if we get to it later on, there's a we have a list. Of the, you know how to find a financial advisor and some of the alphabet soup you have after your name. So we might go through that if we have a chance later on. Well, Jeff, you have more alphabet soup titles behind your I name got than all anybody kinds knows. Of stuff. I've been around for a while, but the the key in our office is that we believe in continuing education. When you do the continuing education, you get credit for it. You get a designation. The designations we have CLUs, Chartered Life Underwriter, Chartered financial consultants, certified financial planners. I think uh, 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 Joe is a certified retirement planning specialist. So it's we believe in the continued education and the uh, designations prove that we believe in that. Your website, thekowalway.com, gives us a lot of background on all of your locations. Now four, I believe soon to be five, Jeff, right? Yep, uh, we have in uh, the world headquarters is in Waukesha. We also have Madison, Port Washington, Phoenix, and and Aaron Spitzer. Good thing he's here today because he's going to be working a lot out of that Racine office, uh, right in uh, Highway Twenty and uh, Ninety Four in Racine. Oh, that's a good location, Aaron. That's uh, not open yet, but soon to be. Correct? Yeah, we're uh, targeting about a month from now. And uh, for most people, if you're uh, if if you're in the Racine area and you're going down Highway Twenty. Uh, you can't miss the sign. It's uh, about as big as a billboard out there. The Kowal Investment Group, uh, now, so five locations will be saying, Jeff, of course, yep. your world headquarters, as you said, in Waukesha. But if you're in that North Shore area, Port Washington office, these are places you get together and meet, I guess, when needed. I mean, is there a, a rule of thumb how often I should meet with my advisor? Is it as needed, Jeff? As needed, we like to see our clients generally once a year, sometimes twice a year, and more often. And we'll see clients very often if they're close to retirement, right, right, ready to pull the pin. And you want to make sure that you're not making a mistake on that. You don't want to be retiring, leaving work, and then finding out that um, uh, you have to go back at 75 because there was a slight miscalculation. Uh, so we 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 were very careful with that, but generally I would think, especially for our, uh, our, our a lot of our clients, we're meeting with them twice a year, uh, and that it's not just about the investments; it's about the planning as well. And if you go, you mentioned the the uh, website, the Kowalway dot com. That's a great website. You can make an appointment uh, to see us. Uh, initial consultation is free if you have $750,000 or more in, in retirement assets or close to already in retirement. If you have a million, $2 million, $3 million or more, you can go online, request an appointment. That's a great website. And we talk about the other things along with the investments on our website and in other places. 
thecoalway.com. We have exciting news here on WIBA and WISN listeners. You can now text us, not just call the show, but text the show. For the first time, Jeff, I've used it today, and uh, it's pretty cool. All right. So well, you know let's my see what text, happens. right? Everybody's texting anyway in the world, so why not go that route? You know, you can call a talk show, and that's uh, certainly we more than welcome any question on retirement. But if you want to text us, it's the same phone number, 799-1130. It's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. Any retirement question, lines are wide open. And Jeff, you get calls on many, many issues. They all have to do with retirement, but it could be taxes, lump sum rollovers. We talk about IRAs, 401k plans, Social Security. By the way, the government shutdown, has that affected Social Security? Not at all. We still get the checks. Oh, absolutely. We, not meaning me, but... Yeah, you see some of the garbage piling up at, at the national parks. Uh, the national parks aren't closed yet. I can think a couple different sites are starting to get closed now. But, yeah, it doesn't affect it that much. You mentioned Texas, and I thought that was kind of interesting because I was at this meeting one time. And we, I'm sitting in the presentation. He's talking about texts. He said that people tend to respond to texts within six, six seconds. Wow. I thought, this is not so. I'm trying to see how can we incorporate it into our business. While he's speaking, I get a text from the hotel he said how was your stay i look at i text right back it's like without even thinking it's a because it's it's right in your hand it's right in my hand it's a natural reaction and within seconds i'm texting back to him so and and know why i think you 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 respond right away jeff to clear it out i'll address oh that's true like if somebody texts me a question let's say my boss or my wife i tend to want to respond right away necessarily dead order (laughs) <laughs> okay, my wife, then my boss. There you go. <laughs> I, I'll respond just to you. Know, get it? I'm going to have to respond anyway. Let's just get this over with and respond, and now we're done, right? Yep. yep. So I think you're right about that. The texting is so immediate. And, of course, you have other social media sites, Jeff. The Coal Investment Group is now on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Aaron's the youngest in the room <laughs> by far. So, uh, I mean, let's use those social sites, right, Aaron? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we... We haven't been too active on those in, in years prior, but now that the office is getting a little bit uh, younger, we've started to adopt all those uh, different uh, social media sites. Aaron Kowal is the first <laughs> to point that When he hosts the show, Jeff, your son, Aaron, is first to point that out. He goes, please point out all the social media, because yeah, that's, that's what everybody's using. So, yeah, check it out on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Aaron brings up a really good point because clients come into our office and they see one thing they like to see the experience. They like to see a few of us gray hairs, but they also like the fact that the next generation is in place. You see people like Aaron Kowal, Joe Still, uh, uh, Aaron Spitzner, uh, uh, John White, all the young people in our office that are good professionals, have professional designations, do a wonderful job for our clients. Most importantly, regardless of how much experience they have, the number one goal is to make sure that we take care of our clients. Our clients' interests always come first. And from top to bottom, we all believe that, and these younger guys in the next generation believe that as well. well that's a good point. I mean, you have to plan like that, Jeff. Any business, right? You talk about succession planning or having the next generation yes. in place. That being said, you're not going anywhere, Jeff. Oh, no. <laughs> you no, like this way too much. Absolutely, no. <laughs> That's interesting too. No, we're still seeing. I'm still seeing a lot of clients, and uh, but we're growing at a great rate, and it's a lot of fun to be there. Very exciting. No, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> well, let me go on vacation. But. Oh, sure, but you have to do that. That's all yeah. part of right. Uh, you're not officially in retirement. Then some people, you know, will work fifty percent of what they did in their time. Are you a hundred percent? 
Abs- oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and then some. That's good. Yeah. Um, Aaron's, Aaron's always funny because he'll, you know, if he beats my card to the office, he thinks it's a big accomplishment. Yeah, and speaking of text messages and, and emails, occasionally you get one from Jeff at 3.30, 4 in the morning. <laughs> 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 I, I have learned this about Jeff. He's an early riser. You get up really early. Does that mean you go to bed early? I Sure, I'm in bed pretty early. Yeah. So I, I'll still get five or six hours of sleep, but I don't need much more than that. I've been, we just had a conversation uh, in our house that the older I get, I'm 52 right now, Jeff. I can't sleep beyond six anymore. anymore. I just can't. Yeah. I don't know if that's just part of growing old. And then because you're up at six, beyond your body. Six o'clock? Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, at six a.m., I'm up. I the day if I sleep, that, if I I sleep in until six o'clock. I, I sleep in until six, my gosh. Hey, Aaron wants to start with, he had a, a, a great idea about what to begin with today. I thought that was a good start. Yeah, I'll go ahead and, and kick it off now. Uh, oh, you want to get phone numbers, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Okay, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. In, and this is new, the texting thing, so please text us. What happens is the producer will generally print out the texts and run them in. So if you're one of those guys that's not, or gals, that doesn't really want to call a talk show, we now have the option of texting. It's the same number, 414-799-1130. Of course, we always prefer the questions on the phone because we like to hear you and we can go back and forth and have a conversation. So retirement questions on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. And also in the show, just to preview what's coming up, we've got the sexy segment. We're also going to hear from Aaron Kowal for the special boss minute, business owners, savings, and security. And now we start the show. Aaron Spitzner, you've got the first topic. All right, excellent. Uh, yeah, I thought this was pretty timely given the uh, volatility in the market. I've been hearing a lot of this uh, from different clients and prospects uh, coming into the office. Uh, the question is, I'm planning to retire in 2019, but the turmoil in the markets has me worried. Any thoughts about retiring in a bear market, or is it better to wait uh, for things to settle down? Um, I guess the answer to that is I have no idea when or if the markets will settle down. Uh, What I do know is that it's easy to get caught up in these issues, and a lot of these issues are out of our hands. Uh, The markets, interest rates, changes in government programs, you could uh, basically get caught up in those and end up delaying and delaying retirement for a very long time. So instead of focus your Focus on the parts of retirement preparation where you have control. And I have a list of about four or five of those items here that I'd like to just cover on real quick. Um, Really, the first item is setting a budget. Uh, You'd be surprised. Uh, Very few people have a budget and have an idea of what they want to spend in retirement. Uh, I think the numbers are about uh, fewer than three in ten have an idea on what they want to spend in retirement. You mean monthly cash flow spending, like bills? You might have a mortgage yeah. still in retirement, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit as well. But I just have an idea on what you want to spend on a monthly basis, okay? Um, and and what will help me, you know, discretionary spending, so your fun money, but also what's going to handle those other regular bills, your mortgage, any car payments, things like that. I'll add one more thing, Aaron. I don't think it's just retirement. It's my guys, my oh, age. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we kind of just live life, and I don't know if we've really figured out our monthly budget. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, instead of focusing on, oh, is the market going to you know throw off my retirement? Well. Focus on those things you can control and take a look at your budget and, and see if there's any areas that you can clean up. Clean up. You know, a lot of the times when we see people for the first time, and even as uh, on an ongoing basis, we f- want to find out how much you're spending each month. But for the most part, if our clients will say, I'm making $5,000 a month and I want to retain $5,000 a month net income because I cover all my bills, most, most people don't want to do a budget and they won't stick to a budget. 
But if they know that they can spend five thousand dollars, that they 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 can live on five thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand dollars a month, whatever it happens to be, that they can live on ten thousand dollars a month, then the budget takes care of itself. So it's kind of a reverse way of doing it. But that's one way to do it. What Aaron mentioned. Yeah, and, and the second item, reducing debt. Uh, it's difficult. Uh, but sometimes entering retirement with little or no debt will make it easier to ride out the downturns in the market. Uh, you don't have that big fixed uh, mortgage that you have to pull money out of your portfolio. Uh, so when the market's down, you might have a little bit more flexibility when it comes to uh, your monthly expenses. Uh, here's, here's just a little uh, statistic here. In 1989, about 20% of homeowners age 65 or older had a mortgage. Um, now, uh, th this latest number here has a 2016, so a little dated, but 41% of homeowners age 65 and older had a mortgage. So again... Uh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Back up. Yep. How many did have it? What, the 1929? So, here, so back in uh, 1989, oh, about 21% of homeowners age 65 or older had a mortgage on their primary residence. Um, and now, uh, uh, over 40% of homeowners wow. age 65 and older have a mortgage. Pretty much doubled. Yeah, so... Again, it, it's not a big issue if you have a mortgage in retirement, but not having one it will give you a little bit more flexibility when it comes to your monthly spending. Key point. That is a key point. You have more flexibility with it. If you have one, a lot of our clients do, but it has to do with cash flow. If you have enough cash flow to cover the mortgage, it's not a big deal. For a lot of us, the interest rate is still deductible. The interest is still deductible. The taxes are still deductible, so why not have it? Yeah, that's right. Well, if you no think about you yeah, just looking at life, you buy your first house in your 20s, right? You get a 30-year mortgage yep by the time you're in mid 50s closing in on retirement you're gonna hopefully yeah, hopefully have that mortgage paid off uh next item here it's timing social security um this is something we talk about a lot on the show but uh, rather than just simply jumping into it at age 62 maybe it's worth taking a second look and having a strategy on how you want to you know the timing on social security uh this is a service that we offer and uh, i have a great website available for it if, if anybody's interested in, in just kind of playing with those numbers, it's a free website. You can print out reports. It, it helps you out with some of those timing uh, benefits. So just send a, a, an email to the office or give the office a call, and I'd be happy to share that with you. Um, the other item that you might want to take a look at is your investments. Uh, this round of volatility in the market has, uh, has served as a, a gut check to most. Uh, so now would be a good time to make sure you're not too aggressive with your portfolio. Uh, also, volatility in the market doesn't mean you need to do something or make a trade in your portfolio. Ah, that's a good one. And yeah. I think our human, just our initial reaction, volatility, I got to do something. Yeah, oh, all the time. And Panic, I got to do something. You see the market's going down, you feel like you have to do something. And as a matter of fact, hedge funds, which typically do something or do more trading within their portfolios, are they had a lot of trouble in 2018. Uh, there was a recent article in the Wall Street Journal, gave three as an example Here's one, hedge fund billionaire Larry Robbins, uh, Glenview Capital Management, his hedge fund down 16%. Third point, uh, another hedge fund dropped 11% for the year, its worst annual decline since 2008. And here's the kicker, David Einhorn, Greenlight Capital lost 34% for the year. Oh. Yeah, so there, you know, people pay a lot of money for hedge funds, and they expect uh, a better return than that. But it just shows that doing more in a volatile market doesn't always mean success. That was good stuff. Aaron Smitzner joining Jeff Kowal here on the Retirement Clinic on WIBA Madison, WISN Milwaukee. We're going to break and come back with Aaron Kowal and the Boss Minute. Also, your calls and texts are welcome when we come back. We've got the rest of the hour to do that. Any retirement question right now on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 
414-799-1130. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Many business owners overlook the value that life insurance can play in their business. It's not just a tool that can be used to pass money on to a spouse or children, but can be a powerful tool in attracting key employees or adding value to a business. Many people, business owners included, are not aware of the various uses that life insurance has, especially with how it can add value to one's business. There are various issues that come up in the business, as I've discussed in these segments before. There's the issue of paying for estate taxes, adding value for key executive recruits, and maintaining value of the business in uncertain times. The issue of education and proper planning are the main issues that stand between business owners and addressing these issues. It takes a team of pros to look at the situation objectively and help plan not just for now, but for what could come up in the course of business in the years to come. There are several ways that insurance can play a part in business planning. I know I sound like a broken record, but key man policies are a huge tool that can add value to the business. The obvious use is that if the executive has a net worth in excess of the estate tax exemption, the key man policy can be used to pay estate taxes. The policies themselves can also be used as a deferred compensation plan or a way to retain an executive for a certain number of years. One way is for the company to pay the premiums and the business owner or executive is the owner and beneficiary of the policy. A second way is the company retains the cash value of the policy but gives the employee the life insurance to protect his or her family. Third is to use the policy for a supplemental employee retirement plan. The policy could be used as a traditional key man life insurance policy if the executive died while working for the company. However, the employee could get access to the built-up cash value of the policy after a defined number of years working with the company. These are all issues we work with our business owners in addressing in order to maximize the value out of their businesses. We have our expert team in place that we use to review your situation and explore every option to help you make the best choices for your business. And it does take someone who specializes in business and retirement planning to make sure it's done right. And that is our special segment of the Boss Minute. We do this every week with Aaron Kowal, Jeff, for business owners, their savings, their security. That's right. So it's it's a big part of our planning and our practice. If you're, especially as you get approach a time when you're looking to sell your business, um, we help our clients navigate that and make sure that the proceeds that they get from the sale of their business is enough to support them and their families in retirement, leave a legacy, and do it from a from a very tax favorable standpoint. Whether you have a retirement plan in your business or not, so it's a big part of the Coal Investment Group planning. Uh, the Retirement Clinic has been on the air since two thousand and one on W. WISN. We are now in WIBA in Madison as well. And this is this is a benchmark. This is historic, what we are about to do in the program. We got our first text. 
That's historic. <laughs> okay, that's pretty exciting, Paul. It's like when you first get your it's first like drum phone. Yeah, drum roll, please. Now we're now uh, texting, and we're we're taking those texts. And guess what? People are liking it. We are getting a lot of texts today from our listeners. So you can call us at seven nine nine eleven thirty, or you can use the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text line, and it's the same number four one four seven nine nine eleven thirty. Jeff, you've got a couple texts already. Yeah, Barb called or texted us and asked about a couple things regarding Apple and. Uh, and GE stock, and it's not an endorsement for either. And you know, you have to go. With, I don't know what else you have in your plan, Barber, or uh, how this fits in with your overall plan. And then my disclaimer is that you that you know where this fits in, you have to talk to an advisor and see uh, where Apple and GE fit in your portfolio. Uh, the demise of Apple, I think, is a little bit premature. I don't think that Apple is dead. I think that especially when you look at uh, 5G coming out probably later on this year. You know they're always going to be on a cutting edge with that. I don't think their existing products sold as well. The China um, uh, market's going to turn around. I heard uh, talk this week though, Jeff, from a lot of people saying they've they've done every product they can. What's the next possible thing that happened? But because Jobs is dead, you know, and that kind of thing. Who's kind of come out with the next great thing? They always have come out. With, they always with have something. come out with stuff, and there's new technology coming out, especially yeah. with a, a faster, yeah, faster network and uh, uh, access. So I think that that they're going to be a player in that, and, and I think that saying that they're dead now is is premature. GE stock, on the other hand, um, again, it, it, if you if you're holding it now, uh, you've you've waited too long. <laughs> uh, it's not, you know, would I be buying it now? Probably not. I'd probably diversify if you're holding a lot of it e even now. I would say looking at diversifying away from that but again Barb and everybody who's listening you have to look, see how that fits in with your overall portfolio could there still be some life in both of those I think that there absolutely could be in moderate doses you don't want to overload in it yeah. especially if you're as in, with GE we have a lot of GE employees and we've paired their holdings in GE stock over the years um, you know you work for the company whether it's GE Johnson Controls Harley Davidson uh, AT&T uh, any of those companies have a lot of clients at all of those and you wonder whether you should be holding a large portion of your company stock in your portfolio. You almost feel an obligation to hold it. And you have to be careful with that. You don't want to be overloaded in any one stock in your portfolio. And a lot of times employees uh, have a tendency of having a little more of the company stock than they should. Going back to Apple, I, I've got a, and my wife says I'm a master at stating the obvious. So maybe this is, falls into that category. I'm going to state the obvious. But when you're dealing with technology, like the FANG stocks, right? What is that? Facebook, Amazon, Amazon Apple, Apple uh, uh, Netflix, and, uh, Google. and Google. Okay, the FANG stocks, all technology. And Aaron, you're younger than Jeff and I. Technology-driven. We're always going to see advancements in technology, right? That's never going away. To what extent and what is Apple's next product? I have no idea. Well, it, yeah, just, well, I'm just sitting here looking at your Apple Watch. I mean, yes. yeah. You know, think about a couple of years ago, nobody thought they'd be wearing tech. And now, and then it became this thing where nobody really wanted to wear a, an Apple Watch or a tech kind of, you know, have it on their wrist. But and now, pay ten dollars a month. But now everybody's or, doing it. Not everybody's doing it, but it, it has become more accepted by everybody. I, so, I love my Apple Watch. Absolutely yeah. love it. I loved mine too, but then I, I lost it. So. You did? How do yeah. you lose? How do you lose a watch? Uh, well, I've I've lost watches, so I guess I'm. Not I have a theory behind it, you know. Toddlers like to pick things up and put them in the garbage. Oh, that's right. The, the <laughs> but I can't, I, I can't blame her. She might be listening. Right. <laughs> so okay, I got, I got a substitute. It's all right. Well, you have I a very just, nice a, watch. No, and it's a smart watch too. 
but oh, you just is. can't tell. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so okay. what I'm saying is, is there like you're, you're like kind of what you're saying? There's constant innovation. There's new things that come out that we don't even think are going to happen, and that that's what makes them medical technology, Apple. things like that, wrapped wrapped into your watches where they're they're starting to your pulse, your um, you know, things with your um, uh, not just the Fitbit, like you said, Jeff. Correct. They are really getting advanced with the beats per minute. I mean, it tracks every yes. step I do. Yep. Tracks it on a weekly basis. Gives me a report, all for ten dollars a month. Yeah, so, so those are types of things. That there will be innovations with that, so I wouldn't be too worried. Yeah, about Yeah, and, and I want to get bogged down on Apple, but they're not going away. I, to say the demise is a, and that's we answered Barb's yeah. question. Thank yeah. you for the text. Yeah, thanks, Barb. Thanks for the text. I'm going to just jump on this because with a lot with the volatility last year, um, I think clients are trying to look at their portfolios and looking at their advisors and seeing um, should I be making a change. So how do you how do you find a financial advisor? Um, and, and this is a, a, a Barron's article. We're listed in Barron's as one of the top financial advisors in the country, uh, one of only twelve hundred, one of only sixteen, I think, in the state. Uh, we've been on that list for for five years now, five years running. Barron's top financial advisor. That's yeah. right. I forgot to read that at the beginning of the That's show. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry. But if, whether, you know, you have to look at potential. What are just some of the guidelines? First of all, and foremost, I think you have to look at an advisor who is a fiduciary. That a fiduciary means that we always put your interests first. Um, you know, the, the Department of Labor's fiduciary rule was uh, was doused. It's not necessarily in effect, but some of us have lived by that uh, rule for the last 30 years anyway. Co-all Investment Group, we've always put our clients first for the last 30, 30, uh, 31 years. Uh, but don't estimate the seriousness of tasks that are demanded of a financial advisor. And just a couple of questions to ask. Uh, you know, portfolio management process. What is the process uh, that you go through? How do you manage investments? Financial planning capabilities. And this is one we, we talked a little bit earlier about uh, the professional designations that we have. That if you're looking solely for investment management, um, you know, the financial plan may not be high on your list, but you may not know that. Um, many people find that once their investments are sorted out, they're ready to tackle other issues such as funding the kids' education, planning for retirement, and for their heirs and making charitable gifts. If that's if you've developed if and accumulated some wealth, these are key areas of planning where it's not just about the investments. Uh, Again, the article goes on and talks about fiduciary versus suitability standards. Under the fiduciary st fiduciary standard, advisors required to put a client's interest first and must disclose and avoid any conflicts of interest. Registered investment advisors, Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor, uh, are still legally required to act as fiduciaries. Uh, other act, uh, other advisors may act as fiduciaries, but there's a uh, there's a less uh, rigid standard, a suitability standard. Uh, each one is is okay, but we prefer the fiduciary standard. And be careful with fees. Um, a lot of times, you, the advisors charge one percent, but then there'll be hidden fees inside with, and maybe have high fees for the investments that you put you into. You just have to be careful. I, I get that the most. I think over the years, Jeff, on on these shows, how do I know what's a fair fee? What is a fee? How is that a, assessed? To, you know, with my portfolio. I mean, you're going to have to pay an advisor to have one, right? Yeah, I think if you're paying a, a, a flat fee just for investments, that's one thing. If a flat fee like with us, uh, we have different tiers. But with our fee, we, we have what's called the streamlined retirement process. So it's not just the investments. The investments are a big part of it. But you can easily get blindsided in retirement with high health care costs, um, 
poor, uh, not paying attention to taxes, not having diversification in your taxes, um, you know, not playing properly with regard to cash flow with beneficiaries, having it go to the wrong people, not paying attention to estate planning. So there, there are so many things in our streamlined retirement process that we address that investments are a big part of it. We man, we still manage over almost, or close to a billion dollars of assets for our clients. Along with that comes a responsibility first to do what's in your best interest, second to address the, the other areas of planning that you may not even be aware of. Uh, that's all good stuff. Did you want to add something to that, Aaron? Did he cover it? Yeah, I think he. I think he got it all. Eh? <laughs> yeah, let me just run one more thing. The professional designations again. I, I was going to ask in there. I was going to chime in. There's your do-it-yourselfers. So I can do this myself, not pay anybody, save that fee. They, um, okay, yeah, you can. Uh, just like our real estate show before yep. this, you can try to sell your house yourself. Yep. Will you get as much as? you do with an agency will you sell it on time all of, there's so many questions in there what there's, am i missing out on so that's like my the attorney and i've brought this up many times before and he said why should i play a real estate broker four percent when i could lose ten percent by myself <laughs> <laughs> yes so there yeah, are there some are, people that can sell it for that amount great god bless them right and there are do-it-yourselfers that uh, really that's the second biggest reason why people have come to us uh Actually, there are three major reasons. One is they're close to already in retirement. They've accumulated some wealth. Now what do they do with it? Because they haven't had a planner before. Now they want to work with, start working with a professional who's experienced at that. Second is um, uh, individuals who have assets scattered all over. They had prior um, they had jobs at different places. They have 401ks at different places. Uh, they may have an IRA at a brokerage firm, an IRA with an insurance company. They've got assets scattered all over. How do you consolidate that? Right. Let's say three jobs, three 401k yep. plans. They're just sitting there. And they're managing a little bit by themselves. And they yeah. just want to, it's gotten too stressful. Um, so that's the second reason. The third reason is do-it-yourselfers. They're just tired of doing it themselves. They've gotten whipped around by the markets. Um, they think that they've, they've, they've got this. They've got this trading. they got this down. And they make big mistakes. And when you're dealing with your wealth and the wealth for yourself, you know, your family, your income for yourself, you're growing the wealth, passing it on to your heirs, that's serious stuff. And we take that responsibility seriously. Yeah, you may, and healthcare. You, you, I, earlier in your conversation about retirement, I think that's just such a big thing. I just saw a report that prescription drug costs are way up uh, this year, and medical costs in general aren't, aren't going to go down. I don't think we're Most just going to see them go e up. Yeah, even if you know, we get rid of uh, the the Obamacare, uh, you already got rid of the mandates, and they're, you know they're trying to push through leaner healthcare plans. That may do something to stabilize the health care costs. But you can't change but, age. As you age, you're going to have some medical issues. Jeff. Right. And you have to pay for all the research and development. You know, it's, it's not just buying the drug for that time. Because, yes, the, the drug, when you get is probably pretty expensive. You say, how come they charge me, you know, $400 for this pill? And, you know, it, it doesn't cost them that much to produce that pill. But it's years and years of research, development, uh, testing, approval from the, the regulators, all types of things that came to that point. So it's not just that. Aren't there stats saying babies born today are going to live well over 100 years old? I don't know the exact number, but it's an amazing yeah, thing. Yeah. I mean, we're we're living a lot longer than we did back a century ago. So you'd, you would figure that as the years go by and advancements in 
medicine yeah, well, you would think so, yeah. But let me just wrap up this article, Paul, and it was, it was just the, the thought on, on finding an advisor. Uh, you have to find somebody that you feel that you trust, that cares about you and cares about your success, and I think that's a key part of it. The having a professional designations, having experience in the areas that you uh, have a need, especially as you approach retirement, if you're 50 plus and have $750,000 or more as an example, that's an expertise, that area, that that area of expertise with people who are close to already in retirement. You know, you have to feel comfortable with the advisors and that you can tell them things that you you know, might not tell others. That's a good point. About the planning. Almost, so. uh, I mean, let's sit down. Jeff, when you meet a client for the first time, you're, you're talking about their their money, their nest egg, right? You got to feel comfortable on both. That goes both ways, I would assume. That yes, that's, that's a good point. They have to feel comfortable with us. We have to feel that they're going to implement the suggestions that we have. They're going to follow our advice. And that's really where we get paid the money. With the volatile times like this, when we hold the client's hands and say, this is this is our plan for you, that maybe we'll take money out of fixed and let the, the stock portion recover. These are the times when we earn our money. Hey, Jeff, uh, before we get to the break in our sexy segment right around the corner, all this fancy texting stuff that we talked about today, you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Uh, thecoalway.com we can simply pick up the phone and call your office that's right that's a that's a novel way of doing it it's like right. you can call the station here pick up you your call, landline that's right the rotary phone that's right and and uh, you can text us as well if you want to but i don't know what number you text us at but <laughs> our phone numbers are 262-522-4040 262-522-4040 or 877-560-4040 um that's our international toll-free line. But again, go online to thecoalway.com. You can request an initial consultation. Heather is great. She'll get back to you right away. Make sure you get on a schedule with one of our great advisors. Uh, Heather, uh, talk about like when you return a text in five seconds. Heather in your office returns my emails immediately. Isn't she good? I mean, uh, like right away, right within that minute I get it back. And that's so. how she treats our clients too. She realizes it's important. So Is she picking up the phone when I call? Is Heather usually the one that picks no, up Carrie the phone? No, Carrie or Kim are the ones that pick up the phone when you call, but uh, Heather's the one that it gets directed to a lot of times. So that number at uh, the Coal Investment Group, 262-522-4040. We'll take a quick break. The sexy segment. Now, we do this every week on WISN, Wealth Management and Preservation. We get to that next. Also, if you have a call with Jeff Kowal and Aaron Spitzner from the Kowal Investment Group, any question, and you want to call us or text us, the Academic Mortgage Line is 414-799-1130. 414-799-1130, WIBA Madison and WISN in Milwaukee. The Retirement Clinic is back after this. It's that time as we continue the retirement clinic. And thank you for joining us every Saturday morning in Madison on WIBA. And of course, on WISN, since 2001, Jeff, you've been talking about retirement. And this segment is about wealth management. What do we all say about it? You got to keep that wealth. I mean, it's one thing to get to a certain point. It's all about preservation. That's right. This show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. And you may think that it's... um, 
that that's not you. But if you look at it, if you if you have a home that's worth five hundred thousand dollars, if you have five hundred thousand dollars in your retirement plan, you're at a million dollars. If you have a million dollars of insurance, you're at two million dollars. If you have other investments, if you get an inheritance. If you own a business, you may be at $3 million, $5 million, $10 million or more. If you get a legal settlement, those are the types of things um, that'll create uh, I instant wealth for you. And we, we, once you've accumulated that, how do you preserve it? This is a difficult thing to, to talk about, but it also talks about preservation. But it's 12 steps to protect your money in divorce. Uh, this is a, a U.S. Uh, World of News report. Um it's, uh, you know, especially around the holidays, sometimes things don't go as smoothly as you would like. You'd like everything to go smoothly around the holidays. And it ends up like Chevy Chase's Christmas yeah, vacation. Everything yeah. that can or, go wrong will go wrong. Or worse. Yeah. Uh, but it says avoid the pitfalls of divorce. Each year, more than 800,000 people get divorced in America. If you're going through a split, you may find it difficult to think of complicated financial matters while facing such an emotional period. That's... A, a key thing because um, you know you put your brain on autopilot you might not be paying you're so caught up in the emotional part of it the hurt from it and may not be con concerned about the financial there's and, a lot of emotions and your partner may be concentrating on the financial oh so you got to be aware of that because then you have to make yourself and I'm, I won't go through all of these but some of them I think are, are pretty important does Wisconsin being a marital property state factor into any of this Jeff? well some of it is where in general it's a 50-50 split but you're still going to have to make some agreements on certain things and certain things require a, a, a document as an example familiar familiarize yourself with Quattro Q-D-R-O uh, qualified domestic relations order is a document used by the courts to divide qualified retirement plans such as pensions and 401k. Quattro will become part of your vocabulary because if you don't have that, you can't just split a retirement plan, uh, uh, 401k, right down the middle. It doesn't work like that. I was going to ask about those. You'll get into that, I'm well, sure. You well, you can ask if you like. I mean, you have to have a court order in order to be able to do it. Let's just say, hypothetically, I've got a 401k plan. I've got a half a million dollars sitting in there, and my spouse has nothing, no savings, right? Right. Um, I get divorced. Is she entitled to my 401k well, plan? Well, in general, she's entitled to it, but you can't just take it out of there and give it to her. If you take it out of there and give it to her, it's a distribution from your retirement plan. It's 100% taxes one, yeah. at, at once. Uh, it could be subject to penalties as well. So you have to be careful that you get a court order that allows it to be distributed, and that's called a qualified domestic relations order. But find out what your options are when you re retirement plans. All plans are governed by federal law. There's substantial differences in how... They allow assets to be divided in a divorce. Um, beware of the value of the plan after taxes. Uh, as an example, there's a big difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. So let's say they're similar amounts and you have $500,000 in each. And the husband says, you take the IRA, I'll take the Roth IRA. They're both $500,000. The difference is the Roth IRA has been taxed it's completely. It's been taxed. The 401k, you pay it when you start taking your distribution. That's right. So you'll have, so there'll be, you know, you could have $200,000 in taxes on that $500,000 uh, retirement plan, whereas the Roth IRA, the taxes have already been planned. So beware. You have to be aware of what the tax consequences are now, of the different there's plans. There's also attorneys. I mean, I've never been divorced, Jeff, but if there is a divorce, usually each spouse gets their own attorney, correct? Yes. 
So, so just make so, sure that your attorney is aware of this. And sometimes we'll get called in on cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll say, tell me about the taxation of this. How does this work? How do we transfer it? So we'll get calls on that uh, periodically from attorneys that are looking to split uh, the accounts. But, um, you know, consider a complete split of a defined benefit plan. That means that both spouses take half the assets and establish their own accounts where they are in control. If you don't take this path, then the spouse who owns, quote, unquote, the retirement plan benefit makes a decision on when benefits will start for both parties. So if you can have a way to take your own plan, uh, that's the best best way to do it. Uh, shared interest approach might be the best way. And they just say, um, you know, make sure that you both are in agreement. Uh, minimize tax liabilities with when withdrawing funds. If you must take the cash, pull it from the 401k because the law allows, the law allows a one-time distribution and divorce without paying the normal 10% federal penalty. In Wisconsin, there's a 3.33% state penalty for early withdrawal. So if you have to take money out, that's going to be a good way to do well, it. If there's kids involved and the kids have a, a some sort of college savings plan, Jeff, I mean, I'm thinking of the house. There's so many factors in that yep. a divorce has. But retirement plans, pension plans, stock option plans, deferred compensation plans, all these things, are, are things that you definitely need to pay attention to and make sure you get your fair share. Uh, don't roll over and just say, you you take that one. Make sure you know what you're entitled to, and especially when you get to larger amounts of money, there may be more complication with it or may be more complex in the assets, complexity in the assets. Make sure you change beneficiaries. Uh, you know, I can't tell you everything. Oh, man, that's huge, isn't it? Yeah, so you get these assets yep. and... Your ex-spouse is still named as the beneficiary. And then she may get married, Jeff. That new spouse could have his own children. Yep. You don't want those kids to Those blended families are the ones that are, are, are difficult and need attention. You know, when you do have kids from a prior marriage, you have to sit down. And it's, it, it is more difficult and more complicated, but it still needs to be reduced to writing. And I think a key here is make sure you use a financial advisor, somebody who specializes in this area, who's familiar with it, especially with larger amounts of money. Has been through this before. Has been through it before, yes. I mean, it's too simple to say don't get divorced. You know, the simple way, well, just don't get divorced. You don't have to worry about it. Well, over 50% of American marriages, I believe it's yep. it's it's gone up yep. and, among, and up in divorce. Among gray hairs, it's the percentage, especially in second marriages. But look at tax strategies, interest rates, fees, actuarial calculations. There's all kinds of stuff that has to be done, um, especially when you're going through divorce. So make sure that you pay attention to that and that your attorney and your financial mm. advisor a lot of times can help you with that direction. It's not as simple as who gets the dog. That is, who gets, who's taking the ATV? But when you reduce it to those things, even that's a big fight. I bet you. Oh, man. <laughs> Who gets the dog, right? Right. <laughs> that, that, actually, this is a really good segment, Jeff. It's not pleasant to talk about divorce, but it's right. reality. It's reality. But beware of the taxes. Beware of all the kinds of stuff. And make sure you get somebody to help you with that. That is today's sexy segment. Not too sexy to talk about divorce, but it's right. money. And money is uh, it's an important thing. If you have any questions at all and you want to contact anybody at the Kowal Investment Group, you can reach them via their website, thekowalway.com. You can call 262-522-4040 and stay tuned because we'll be right back with Aaron Spitzner and Jeff Kowal on WISN and WIBA. Don't give a damn what these keys are.
Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic, and I think Aaron Spitzner picked out today's music. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Done with all the Christmas music, New Year's, you know, we're into 2019. So you picked out Eric Church. Yeah. Consistent. Last I time it. I had Eric Church, I'll do Eric Church next time. It <laughs> makes it easy. Even if you don't like country music, check out Lizzie Hale and Eric Church and their performance. It's incredible. Just YouTube it. No, it's right. Yeah, I've seen it. It's good. It's a mixture yeah. of, of country and rock and roll. Yeah. It's really good. All right. Now that we're done with our musical lesson. No, that's okay. I'm fine with that. You yeah. know, I love music, so it's okay with me. But uh, this, again, there every time, of, uh, every year, this time of year, something comes out saying, if you're behind on your retirement plan, what can you do to catch up? And it's, this is no different from USA Today article. You can catch up on retirement plan. It's not easy, but 50 isn't too late to start. Uh, Pete the Planner, Pete Dunn from USA Today, if you want to retire successfully but are starting from scratch at 50, you need a plan. And he ran into a 50-year-old woman who was broke. Then a week later, he ran into a 50-year-old man who hadn't saved a figurative dime. What are the things to do? Reasonable strategies. First of all, he says uh, you, you might need 1.2 to 1.6 million. And you've to, got nothing? And you've got nothing. Why? But it involves a you know two year cleanse, and he, I'm not sure I agree with this, but I thought it was kind of interesting. What's a two year cleanse? He says you might not like the results, but the two years would be most challenging. Why? Your two primary tasks are, are to pay off your consumer debt and contribute to your company sponsored retirement plan. So if you haven't done anything, take a look at address your debt if you need to consolidate or anything else, and then look at your company sponsored retirement plans. I with 2019. The limits are up dramatically. So if you look at, 20, at 2019 for 401k, you could put $19,000 into your 401k. If you're over 50, which this person, these people are, uh, you can add an additional $6,000. You can put $25,000 a year into your 401k. Add to that, you can put six, depending on your income, you can put $6,000 into your IRA or Roth IRA. If you're over 50, you can add another $7,000 from your IRA. So that's $32,000 a year you can put into your That's aggressive, right? That's pretty aggressive, you bet. So that, if you're, let's say you're 50, don't give up hope. You, you've got time. No, and if you multiply it by two, because each spouse can do that, yeah. that's a chunk of change. If you save zero to that point, the chances of you saving $64,000 a year starting then is remote. But you can. And for a lot of us who have who've seen our kids go through college and then you pay it last check to the college, all of a sudden you've got a fair amount of money, that that's a possibility, 64000 So over 15 years you would save $960,000, presuming no gain. Aaron Spitzer, you got a little one at home. He's starting that college planning already? I'm just hoping that uh, he'll be like a superstar and just take care of all themselves. All yeah. ride, yeah. scholarship. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it all. Is this the same one that took your watch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, great show today. First yeah, a off, lot of fun. Um, how to reach out to the Koal Investment Group. Now, it was soon to be five locations. Racine will be up and running in about a month, Jeff. I can contact you via phone. I can sure, at any your... of our locations. The the one number is, is 262-522-4040. If it's a Mequon area or Waukesha area or Lake Country or Middleton or Madison or Racine or uh, anywhere, even Phoenix, 262-522-4040. 
404-877-560-4040. Easier to go online, thekowalway.com. We thank Aaron Spitzner and Jeff Kowal, your host. I'm Paul Cronforce, the Retirement Clinic, WIBA Madison and WISN Milwaukee.